the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 The Answer presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. I'm getting closer to my head. Call now. 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to my friends and everybody out there who's listening. I'm Dottie Herman, and you are listening to Eye on Real Estate, so... We really pride ourselves for being the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which, as you know, and I've said a million times, is kind of just about everything. Everyone talks about it. Everybody wants to know about it. Everybody wants to know what's going on, and it's doing pretty good. Um, Just think, 20 years ago, most newspapers and magazines didn't even have a real estate section. Can you believe that? Uh, Now it's one of the best-read sections in any publication. So if you have any questions about real estate or anything that has to do with real estate, you should give us a ring at 866-970-9622. Okay, so you can also, Instagram is mostly for posting photos, so if it would be better if you emailed us at radioshow at element.com. That's radioshow at element.com. We try to take your questions and answer them. Um, during the following weeks. Or you can post a question on Facebook, which we watch. So we uh, hopefully are having a new app that you can pick up in the App Store, which will be able to give you past shows. So if there's anything that you missed or you didn't get a chance to listen to it, you can listen to it at whatever time is good for you. So it could be 2 o'clock in the morning. It could be 4 o'clock a.m., whatever's good for you. And I think that's how everybody wants to to TV, everything is kind of, let's do it when we want to do it. We don't want to want watch it when it's scheduled. It's kind of a, a great new world. So I'm here with uh, Jerry. Good uh, morning, Feeney. Good morning, Jerry. I had a rough time getting here. Did I almost didn't make it. Because of the protests? Well, yeah, and I'm happy that they're all out there gathering, you know, because I think that that's really a statement these kids are making, and I think they've really organized and band together. And I listened to them this morning and one of them said, listen, I'm 17 or I'm 16. I don't know how old she was. And she said, I'm too young to vote, but we're going to be on everyone to vote because, you know, we're going to try to make sure everyone knows how important it is to vote. Because usually when you're pretty young, even when you can vote, you don't usually care as much to vote. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're going to make sure that kids are aware that it's important to vote. And, um, I think that can, that can make a big difference because that 21-year-old, you know, to 25, to 29, a lot of them don't vote. So I think they're right. really making a statement. And uh, 
even though it was very inconvenient and uh, I don't know how I got a car because I had a I don't know what I had to do uh, so but I'm here and I think it was a, it's a good no, cause. You know, the, the book of Isaiah said a child shall lead them and here we go the child children are leading us good for them good for them for speaking out and protesting I, I do I think they're mm-hmm. I think they're I think it's incredible and of course I don't have to say that Jerry is of course the number one prominent real estate attorney in New York and Long Island with a wealth of knowledge about every aspect of real estate, and he's here to answer any legal questions you might have. Jerry's advice is very smart, and actually, when you call, uh, it's free, and that's uh, hard to get. I mean, I've had attorneys bill me for three minutes, so take advantage of it, and... um, (laughs) Those fun my, bills to get, right? When you yeah, no, no, no. Well, I, I, I'm not kidding. That's, that's how they bill you yeah. sometimes, for three minutes. If you say, uh, and with the way I yeah. talk, it's almost impossible for me to talk for three minutes. Well, you would have been a dream client. Cause, yes. Know, get, get, get your own phone. And, <laughs> and Ace, you're joining us from, where are you calling in? From Dallas, did you say? Yeah, I'm actually in Dallas, Fort Worth, guys. So good morning, Daddy. Good morning. morning. And of course, city. Ace is uh, our financial wizard. And he's pretty, he's pretty uh, versed on every topic because, uh, so I think, so if you have any finance questions or anything, you can ask Ace. Uh, Ace is our magic millennial. How's that? Ooh, Even I though like Ace that. told me nobody wants to be called millennials and I don't know what else to call them. <laughs> so when you, you come want? up with a new name for them, let me know. No problem. Yes. Ace is the vice president of Citizens Bank, the third largest lender in the Northeast, and he'll be happy to answer any questions you might have about getting a mortgage or refinancing or or home equity loans. Uh, Just give us a ring at 866-970-9622. At 11 a.m., we'll have Desiree Patno, and she'll be joining us. And I met Desiree when I was at the um, Empowerment for Women. And these are all business owners and women who uh, have successfully, have very successful women businesses. And they're working on a fund, you know, to put um, venture capital money because um, I, I think it's about 3 or 5% of all the venture capital money goes to women. So that's not a lot. So they're trying to put, women are trying to put a, f- a fund together to help other women. But she's also going to talk about the government has so many programs for women who are starting businesses. I think she'll tell you, but I think you have to be, about 51% has to be owned by a woman. Um, that you could really get a lot of money if you're starting a business or maybe you want to get your business to... Uh, another level. If you're a woman, there's a lot of programs out there, and I, I thought it would be nice for her to uh, talk a little about that because I think not a lot of people are aware of it. And she also happens to be in real estate in L.A., so we'll see what's going on there. Uh, so I'm looking forward to her. I met such great women, and uh, she's got a lot of expertise. And one of her big missions is advancing women. So not that I don't want to advance men, but... Um, <laughs> I think uh, I advancing think that, men for a thousand years. Time for the women. no, but you know, very interesting. I, I I had to write an article for I, I forgot what magazine like last week or something, and it was about money and women. And you know, of course, I think that it even holds true for me. Uh, and it talked about that women really 
for most years are not really involved in like you know women pay the bills and they make a lot of decisions i mean they maybe make the buying decisions on the houses they help with the cars but when it comes to investing money they're less likely to do that mm-hmm. um and they're less likely to be like you know if the men are talking about investing money in a certain place or a certain thing it's not likely they'll talk with the wives or the spouses it's kind of a so they didn't grow up with a lot of, you know, it's one thing to handle money and budget money, but investing right. money is a whole different story. And, of course, when you buy a house, that's a major investment. But other than that, so um, we try to do a lot of awareness on, I, I think a lot, of, a lot of people don't have that knowledge of investments. And um, I think it's an important thing to know. I agree. So she does a lot of that. She goes around and she does speak about that. So we'll have her on at 11 o'clock. And again, as always, our thanks to Citizens Bank for support on this show. Among the many great programs they have, Citizens Bank offers a student loan refinance program. So if you're a student or you have a child or a grandchild who's a student with a loan, they should know and they should know that they can refinance it, right, Ace? I mean, that's a great program. Uh, they, can, they, have, they have amazing rates for student loans, Dottie, so. I'm reading that they, they can have, possibly drop the loan rate to 2%. Yeah. That is fantastic, and that's thanks to Citizens Bank, who is trying to help make the that millennial generation a little have it a little easier for them because it's tough to buy a house and do it, start a business, start a family, and pay big student loans back. You can find out your personal lit rate and savings in less than two minutes online. So you can refinance your student loans with Citizens Education Refinance Loan, which combines multiple federal and private loans into one convenient monthly payment and lower your rate, your payment, or both. Simply answering a few pieces of information and citizens will provide you with your interest rates and options. So, Ace, they just go online and they would put in what? So basically, they would just go on, online, put in their, um, I guess, general information along with their loan information, and then Citizens Bank will, you know, have a representative get back to them with a rate quote. Yeah. So it's really, really simple. And listen, if you have a student loan... Do yourself a big favor. Go online and see what you can get it for. The worst that can happen is, is you don't do it, but at least take the five seconds. It takes two, three minutes to do this for yourself. And if you're a grandmother or a mother and you have a child that has a loan, bug them to do it or if you have to do it for them. So just do it because people really end up losing lots of money just because and I am not throwing stones because I've done it myself on things because they just don't take the time. They're running, 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 and they're busy, 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 and they don't take the time. And this is a, a very big opportunity for somebody to really lower their rate and save yeah. a lot of money. So please it doesn't cost anything. Try uh, to inquire. Yeah. yeah, it's free. And so. I'm going to bug everyone every week to make sure their kids do this because uh, <laughs> everyone's complaining about the student loans and, and Citizens Bank's come up with a great program for these kids. So take advantage of it. And the worst that can happen is you spend three minutes online. There you go. Right. So how's that? Now, today, as I said, the beginning of the show is the very movement March for Our Lives. And rallies are taking place in 720 cities around the world, including New York and Long Island. And by the way, so 
I was like kind of a midtown by Central Park, and there's, those roads are closed, just closed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, I got to the radio station, which is downtown, and they're not closed yet, but there's, you know, it's really building up. So um, I think there's, they're going to be very successful. I think they've really organized. Uh, I, I think it's going to be bigger than anyone even thinks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's, it's all over social media, Dottie. So. Yeah. So, well, listen, this generation is going to make a difference. You know what? At least they're doing something. At least they're standing up and doing something. Even if you, you know, disagree with the what they're saying, they're doing something, which is more than we've done in the rest of these school shootings. Something's got to yeah. happen. Yes. Good for them. I'm, Good for them. I'm, I'm really proud of them. You know, at least they're expressing their, um, you know, sort of their rights and, yeah. and they're just getting awareness. So Absolutely. it's great. Yeah. Just don't interfere with Dottie's car when she goes home, please. Yeah, no, I know. Way, so she can get home. I almost made. I just like almost didn't make. It. But anyhow, guys, today's um, if your Ace birthday is the today, then you're an Aries and you share it with Clyde Barrow, the bank robber. So that's really good Who's to that? know. Oh, Bonnie uh, and Clyde. Yes, okay. a yeah. uh, uh, Bonnie and Clyde, who was killed by sheriffs when he was only 25 years old. Aries, what you need to remember today is that there is good and bad in everyone. So if you criticize others too strongly, you may push them even further to the bad side. Hmm. Well, I always try to find the positive from people, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a big show for you today, and I, I have so much stuff, so I don't know where I'm going to begin. I will talk a little about tubs only because um, when people are doing apartments and building houses, they often ask, oh, gee, we don't need tubs anymore. And I, I'm sure I think that that's not a, I think that's a mistake. But uh, speaking of bathtubs, I want to tell you a great story about Oprah Winfrey's bathtub. Do you know about her bathtub? I, I'm not familiar with Oprah's bathtub. I don't know how I've lived this long without knowing, but I know. please tell me. Well, Oprah it's Winfrey... Gold? Is it gold? No, no. Oprah Winfrey was on The Late Late Show, and she uh-huh. said that she loved taking baths, and a lot of women do. I do. I, I love bubble baths and all that. And I have never used the bathtub in my new Well, I think diet. it's more... I've I think never more, used it. Yeah. I think it's more a women thing. I, well, I don't know. I, I don't know that many men, but I know tons of women who... I don't feel clean when I get out of the bathroom. I have to take a shower. You, you like a layer. Well, of, uh... she loves baths, okay. and she said that bathing is her favorite hobby. Okay, Without she eating. bought a hand-carved tub that she mm-hmm. had made out of marble and onyx, and it's carved to the shape of her body. How's that for luxury? Now, Oprah said that when she grew up, Sorry. the whole family shared the same tub, so she wanted <clears throat> to bathe in something special. The only yeah. problem with that, Oprah, they all is share your the body. Same tub? Well, she said that she wanted her own tub uh-huh. shaped her body because when she was growing up, there was a lot of kids and they all shared one tub. So that was kind of a luxury to have her own tub now. Yeah. But the yeah. only problem if you have it shaped to your body, like I, you have to kind of stay the same size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did she have it uh, shaped? I wonder. At what period? Well, I yes. don't know. But anyhow. She's been up and down. Well, good for her. She has a, a tub shaped to her body. Yeah. I mean, there's all these weird, I mean, I'm, I'm redoing my house, and so, you know, there's all these weird <laughs> toilets now that light mm. up, that sing. I mean, you, you, you would be surprised what yeah. they have out there. It's, I like uh, the look of a bathtub. I think it looks very pretty in the bathroom, but I never, I never use it. I don't have the patience. I get in the bathtub, and I'm, I'm too impatient. I want to get right out. What about you, Ace? Do you do bathtub, or do you shower? You know, I have one, Jerry, but just like yourself, I, I've only used it once. 
I don't. I don't think men. It's a little weird being in there for a while, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't think men. I think it's more women. But I think, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, yeah. And we're going to look at home prices you see online and various websites and some of the inaccuracies that you should find out about. I um, hopefully have a little time to talk about when you're renting or you're buying and you're buying with a spouse, what you should do so you don't again end up in a mess if it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. That um, the inaccuracy, I think, is very interesting. I think the industry needs to clean it up, particularly in rentals. Oh, Somebody was totally... complaining to me the other day that they were so frustrated they were calling and these weren't real ads. You know, they were just they were fake ads and just trying to get people. It's not that's wrong. It really is. Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're going to talk about that because a lot of it is just fake, and they just mm-hmm. want to get you to come on. And by all means, do not send money. Oh, never. Please yeah. don't send money until you've seen the apartment and you know it's legit and everything. Don't if they ask for money, don't don't just send that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot mm-hmm. of scams going on. I mean, tons. Mm-hmm. Um. But major news, and Ace, you can comment on that. Reserve hikes interest rates to the highest level in a decade and that the Federal Reserve on Wednesday lifted its key interest rate from 1.5 to 1.75%, which is the highest level since 2008. And the Fed hasn't hiked rates four times in a year since 2006. <clears throat> They're trying to put the brakes on. Yeah, and the Fed also significantly boosted its forecast for U.S. growth this year and next. And the U.S. economy is tracked to expand 2.7% this year and 2.4% in 2019. And so the Fed say now is a jump from the prior projection. And so that's higher than I think they expected. And those are yeah, big, it, it big was numbers. all over the news on Friday, Dottie. Um, but, you know, again... I think it shows confidence in the consumer, uh, consumer confidence in terms of spending and even unemployment. It's gone down tremendously. Um, so for the folks that have, you know, savings accounts, bonds accounts, that'll help. Um, increase the rates will definitely give them a rate of return. And um, I think, you know, they're your fixed rate. It's right around 4.625. So it's still, it's gotten a little bit higher than the 4.5% range. But this year, um, they are looking to increase it another three to four times. Yeah, say. I'm reading, so, yeah, Ace, and I'm reading yeah. that they anticipate re- hiking it three more times at least in 2018. Least. Correct, correct, and yeah. the higher rates, now, if you're a saver and you have money in the bank or you're retired and you're living on that, uh, you're happy, okay? Yeah. <laughs> sure, I guess you're happy, So, but, uh, but I just want to emphasize that Unemployment now is expected to fall to 3.8% uh, and 3.6% which in, in 2019, which would be the lowest level of unemployment in decades. So that's a good thing. And that while Wednesday brought U.S. interest rates to the highest level in a decade, I think everyone needs to keep in mind that it's still far lower than historic norms of about 5%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still below 5 I mean, unbelievably. Um, it's been below five for a decade, Dottie. A decade. Yeah, right? so, so. That's unbelievable. Guys, these, it's still low. These economic numbers are, no one expected these. And, you know, when you look at economies, the U.S. is the biggest economy in the world, of course. You know, a, a two point whatever uh, growth rate is huge. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Now, Jerry, we have a cliffhanger, but I'll have to. The question I'm going to ask you after the break mm-hmm. that you could answer it Can I take, this was for you, Jerry, can I take a bad credit partner off a loan when I'm applying for a re? 
finance. Oh. And uh, I'll save that answer till after our commercial Get break. We'll be right back. Party. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and I'm here with Jerry, our legal expert, and Ace, our finance king from uh, Citizens Bank. And the question that uh, someone, one of our listeners sent was uh, for Jerry. I have one for Ace, too, but this one for Jerry. Can I take a bad credit partner off a loan when I'm applying for a refinance? Sure, and I'm sure Ace has a comment on this, too. But the uh, just yeah. because the credit partner is on the deed doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be on the loan or the note as the borrower. But make no mistake about it. They've still got to sign the mortgage document, which gives the bank a lien on the property. So since if they're an owner of the property, they've got to sign the paperwork, but they might not be considered uh, for the for the note, which is the obligation to repay. you got to be careful, though. If you're the signer on the note alone and the other party isn't, uh, then you're alone responsible if there's a default uh, for the payment, even though the other party may have enjoyed some of the proceeds on the refinance. But if, but if you change the name on the mortgage, not the home's ownership, so you're going to make sure both parties are still in the deed. There, there's three documents. There's the deed, the mortgage, and the note. The deed and the mortgage must always match. So if, if Bob and Mary own the property and they're on the deed, then Bob and Mary must be on the mortgage. There's no other way around it. Not to be confused with the note, which is the obligation to repay, which simply is, I've borrowed money from you, I have an obligation to repay. The mortgage connects the note to the property and says, if you default on this note, whoever is obliged on the note, whoever defaults, we can exercise against the property, hence we'll foreclose on the property, and that document is called a mortgage. Got it. So, but make sure you really talk to your attorney and your family and make sure that you, sometimes when you hear things on the radio or you read it, you interpret it wrong. So just make sure a professional helps you with that. Ace, I have a question from you and it's, um, I don't have great credit. Somebody mentioned I should try a portfolio loan. What is a portfolio loan? That's a great question. Actually, just going back to um, the first question, Dottie, that actually happens quite often where uh, folks will have a co-signer um, just to help them qualify for the, for the loan at first. And then this was actually really common during the recession uh, where folks um, weren't getting a, a high-paid wage um, earner. And, um, you know, they were getting co-signers. And now that the economy is doing much better and they're able to qualify on their own, they're able to refinance um, the co-signer off, you know, as long as, to Jerry's point, they were on the deed in the beginning, so you know. That's oh, wait, so they still have to be on the off. deed? Is that what you're saying? No. So, so they have to be on the deed at first. Um, so when you first actually um, purchase the property, they have to be on the deed, and then when you refinance out, you can refinance them off of the deed and off of the mortgage. Um, so, but they have to be on the deed. So that's the most important um, piece of this. Got it. And yep. to answer the other question that somebody has no so, credit and yeah. what's a portfolio loan. Yeah, so portfolio loan is is a loan that um, each bank will hold on their balance sheet. 
so they're not really selling it to Fannie or Freddie or Ginny Mac. And, you know, they're able to make decisions on their own. So depending on the, on the bank, some will allow portfolio loans with lower credit scores. Um, some will want a strong credit score. So that's, that's really dependent upon the bank uh, and uh, on their portfolio products. Okay. So does, I hope that answers your questions. 866-862-970-9622. Um, by the way, Douglas Elliman and I, Frank, they, uh, we launched our, our, our wealth reports and they're on the Douglas Elliman website. You can get them in full. But I, you know, and there's so much great information in there. But I just want to give you some interesting key information uh, for 2018. And they had their key findings. And um, congratulations, New York. New York sweeps the board, coming out on top for every ranking. London takes second place overall and is also the runner-up in investment and future rankings. San Francisco takes third place overall, but scores the second most desirable lifestyle. Overall, North America cities dominate, taking 10 of the top 20 spots, with Asian cities occupying five. And, of course, on wealth, New York is a dominant center for uh, wealth, and it's based on household earnings more than 250000 U.S. dollars annually, with the most almost double the population of Los Angeles in second place. So New York is first in Los Angeles is second, but it's New York is that by double. The top nine places on this measure all go to North American cities, with London f- filling in the tenth spot. So I guess that's saying there's a lot of uh, wealth in America. Over the next five years, this is expected to change, with Jakarta and Cairo seeing the biggest increases in this bracket, followed by New York, Los Angeles, and Delhi. Did you say Jakarta and Cairo? Yes. Jakarta, Indonesia? Yeah, Yeah, you should. The the reports are amazing. And then investment-wise, while New York leads in terms of the largest annual average private investment into property over the two-year period ending 2017, London takes the top slot for diversity of demand measured by the number of different nationalities making investments. Okay, so that's really good. A European census completely closely with North America hubs and with Hong Kong leading the pack in Asia. And, of course, they say in the future, uh, New York again comes out on top, followed closely like by Tokyo and Los Angeles. And uh, lifestyle, top of the hotel ratings is, it uh, looks like, it looks like London is the top, and it has five-star lines comfortably topping Dubai and Dubai's overnight visitors. So um, it looks pretty good for New York and Los Angeles, which I've noticed in the last couple of years has really come to a, a new height. So that's – but if you want the whole report, it's about art and and what lifestyles and, and – and it's just really a very interesting report. Go on the Douglas Elliman site, and you can – just get the whole report. It's a so great that's report. Element.com, and then they can just download the report for yeah. free, right? And it's really great. Yeah. It's, I'm going to read it. Really it was great. quite interesting, Dottie, the, uh, the wealth report at the New York Public Library this week with Douglas Elliman. I mean, there was so much information and just so many stats in regards to what's going on in the marketplace and, you know, who's going to be a, a major um, country in, in the future. I mean, it's hmm. great. Yeah, it is. 
by the way, you know, we always talked about Bronx. I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I just read this article about it says, how long is the Bronx investment runway? Meaning, like, how long can you invest in there? And uh, because it was, uh, a lot of people were investing in there because, you know, Brooklyn and New York are so expensive. And it says that the Bronx also that saw the largest increases in residential sales volume over among the five boroughs, jumping 17%. And also dollar volume as far as higher in every other borough. Uh, Manhattan, well, obviously because it was much cheaper, you know, but they've had a big, big growth. Manhattan saw they've had the biggest growth out of all the boroughs because they were behind the ball. And it says, meanwhile, rents have also increased at a faster clip in the Bronx than they have elsewhere in the city. And investment sales have really picked up. And, of course, the nucleus is Manhattan and everything stems Mm -hmm. from there. But basically, if I read this article correctly, and I won't go through the whole thing. It's too long. But basically, it says if you didn't invest there already, you're too late. Did the article mention that we predicted that three years ago, by the way? Did they give us no. any credit? They no. didn't. But we did yeah. tell you to buy in Bronx three years <clears throat> Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. Three we years really ago, we did. said it. Yeah. And, and we did. Because once you hear about it all over the place, I'm not saying you can't find a good investment there still. But once you late. hear about it yeah. and everyone knows about it, then you kind of miss the beginning <laughs> where the people right. make the most money. But again, if you go in in the beginning, you're taking a bigger risk because... There's no guarantees, right? Yeah. So. So now it's find the next place. Look for the next place. Right. That's up and, and uh, I don't know. I was reading something about boomers. I thought this was interesting. Uh, it says that older boomers embrace retirement, which I kind of read the contrary before. I, you know, it depends yeah. on what article you read. But I, I know. know I read a million of them that said that they don't want to retire right. or they can't retire right. or they don't have the money to retire yeah. or they mentally want to stay in right. the game. And this one says... Now they want to retire. Uh, the the older boomers. So let's say the mm-hmm. older boomers are what, 71-ish? No, like Esther. Like yeah. Esther's people, yeah. And it says, uh, many boomers fear the unknown gave way to contentment once they got to the other side, meaning they were fearing a retirement, and once they got to the other side, they uh, they feel good about it. Six out of ten mm-hmm. retired boomers feel better than they expected about their retirement, according to a new survey conducted by Capital Group Home of America's Fund. And the research said that this is, well, I don't think at 53, but the boomers are from 53 to 71. That's that age group. So I'm not assuming they're talking about 53-year-olds. Not me. Okay. In contrast, Americans who are still working, including younger boomers, Generation Xers, which are 38 to 52, and Millennials, 22 to 37, are twice as worried about having enough money for retirement as retired boomers. Hmm. Okay, six out of ten Americans currently in the workforce say they have they do not have enough money for retirement. It's one of their top financial concerns. Uh oh. Okay. Well, I, I guess I'm getting a break, and I'll finish this when I get back because it's interesting. Uh, and really, I know when you're young, you don't think about retirement. It's like not in your mind. Right. But you really should. It's the time uh, to do it. Yeah, you really should. We'll be right back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate. We'll be right back after our commercial break.
It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and just in case you're, I know it's nice out, and we haven't had nice weather for a while, but it's 866-970-9622. We were just talking about boomers and the ones that are old and retired say they're happy with it, uh, but the uh, the boomers that are still working are kind of worried about making enough money for retirement. And again, probably because they think that they have um, they have more they have more hurdles they say than older boomers. Okay, and they say they have lack of pensions. They have higher college costs for their children. Like so, the younger boomers. Mm-hmm. The college costs more now than it did then. So, um, so, and they have higher costs for children and care for aging parents uh, are among the challenges they may keep uh, so that they're not retired. So they're worried about all of those things and how can they enjoy their, their golden years when they have all these worries. So that's why they might be the ones that are working longer. Uh, but less than a quarter of retired boomers said they saved less than they had hoped. Those who retired with less savings, so these are all the ones for more more than likely, uh, although I do know a couple of 40-year-olds. I think I know two or three that are retired. Uh, so, but they are really, their advice is to the, the advice of the older boomers to the young investors or the young starters or start saving for retirement early and often. Uh, that's one area where millennials have their elders beat because two-thirds of millennials report that they began to care about investing in their 20s. And I think Asia are a good example of that. Uh, more than three times the rate of boomers. I know when I was 20, I didn't think twice about investing yes, money. I was Did worried you? about paying my rent, you know. Yeah, like I didn't. Right. Investing in the rent. So they say the boomers have it over us because we really, and you're right, I mean, I don't investing, saving for retirement, I, it wasn't even a thought in my mind. So they say they're ahead of us. And only 19% of them started saving in their 20s where generation X's fall somewhere in the middle. And uh, I think that's a good thing because even though we might have not worried about it, you do have to worry about it. Hmm. So that was just their their advice. Uh, Jerry, I wanted to ask you, uh, I, I know you're not a matrimonial attorney. I am not. So I'm not asking you to give me like specific, but, uh, you know, the divorce rate is high, right? And so with the new tax laws... The law includes a controversial provision that scraps the tax break divorcees get for paying alimony. Hmm. Starting for divorcees finalized next, I think it starts next year, I think. Okay, now, in New York, I don't think they got alimony for that long. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a divorce attorney. But I don't remember most of my friends recently that got divorced got alimony for that long. Where in some states, uh, the woman got alimony forever. I Not think. just the woman. Don't know. You know, equal opportunity here. All right. The, the legal term for alimony is is maintenance. And in, in New York, they look at the relative financial uh, wherewithal of each partner after the after the termination of the marriage. And they determine how much it will cost to continue to maintain somewhat of a similar lifestyle. So, for example, if two people are married for 20 years 
and the man works to put the wife through medical school and residency and works the whole time to put her through school and all of a sudden she's a plastic surgeon making you know a million dollars a year and he's not been able to develop his skill set to achieve that the court might award him maintenance to uh help compensate help bring his lifestyle up when they get divorced it's generally for uh as long as as it's needed or until you get married again uh and it used to be tax deductible and now that it's not i wonder if well that's the question it used to be tax deductible and understand something i know it wasn't for long in new york i might have been until your kids got to school and then you know they expected the women to work or the man to work or somebody to work okay um but New Jersey, believe it or not, New Jersey ended lifetime alimony in 2014. So they had lifetime alimony up until 2014, meaning you yeah. got it for your life. Yeah, you and I knew a doctor that yeah. he used to always complain because he mm-hmm. was paying alimony and he was probably about 60 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. since he was 27 or 29 or something like yeah. that because he was in Florida. And that was kind of, I don't know what it is now, but it was. So my question or is... Is that going to hurt, you know, is that going to hurt people wanting to uh, really give uh, decent alimonies when it's not tax deductible? I don't think it's tax deductible. In well, I mean, you know, it's up to the judge as to how much the alimony is, right? So arguably you might do a, a, a settlement agreement where somebody agrees to alimony. Obviously it's going to be less palatable now that it's no longer tax deductible. But I did hear a commentator saying, well, this will help preserve marriage. Because people won't want to get divorced because it's not tax deductible, to which I say, if you've ever seen anybody <laughs> in a miserable marriage, they don't care whether it's tax deductible or not. They just want to get divorced. So I don't think it's going to make a bit of difference in that regard. You don't? No. Yeah, no. well, I mean, it just it was curiosity. I was reading yeah. about it. And I was like, you know, well, I don't know. I don't know if that'll make a big difference or not. I. This is something that the... Uh, but the it might evangel- make it harder to negotiate, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. I mean, the evangelicals it- wanted this tax, uh, right, because they do, they did feel that it would help, you know, reduce the divorce rate. I personally don't think it's going to make a better difference. Okay. And before, you know, we're going to have Desiree on, who's the CEO, president of the Women of in Housing and Real Estate uh, Ecosystem, and she is... I mean, she, I'll let her tell you, because she does so many things, I, I really... Just was I'm so excited she's going to be on the show. But before I do that, because she's going to come on after the news, mm-hmm. um, I promised you about bathrooms and bathtubs because I've read so much stuff on. Oh, you don't need to put a, a bathtub in. You can you can just get away with a shower. And I would say this, and I've said this on the show. There's no way I'd buy anything that had no bathtub. I wouldn't. And so, I've heard a lot of women say Jonathan that. Miller, who used to be on our show and does all of our market reports. Uh, and I would say he's one of the finest and best appraisers in the country. And I, I could say that with, I mean, he's just incredible. He does all of Douglas Elliman's market reports and uh, he speaks all over the country. But Jonathan Miller considers at least one bathtub a must. The tub falls into the category of another commodity in a house. Sellers who have the most commodities or amenities win because their house appeals to the widest audiences, and you're hmm. always trying to expand the buyer's pie, he says. And this is from Jonathan. 
And it's long believed that every home needs at least one bathtub to attract the widest group of buyers because there are some people like me that would absolutely not buy something if it didn't you have a would, You just would exclude it no matter how much you liked it if right. it didn't have a bathtub. Well, unless I, could figure, out, well, unless yeah. I could figure out a way to put one in. You right. know what I'm saying? If I could, right. then, I, then that wouldn't exclude it. But yeah. with an increased interest in this big, well-equipped walk-in showers, does the tub really matter anymore? Because... You know, now the showers are really fancy, and they're much bigger, and they and have like the benches, yeah. and they have all those, those you yeah. know, the shower Gadgets. heads that are. So bathrooms yeah. reflect trends, and we, we talk about trends as much as any room in the house does. So when you're doing your kitchens, don't forget your bathrooms because they're really important when you're selling a property. Uh, back in the 80s and 90s, Whirlpool tubs which, of course, when everyone had them, but I don't know if anyone really used them, with multiple water jets were the rage. Yeah, they fell it, out of favor, as many homeowners <laughs> found out. They just didn't use them as much as they expected to. And, of course, I had them. Yeah. But then I found out, because I used to like to put bubble baths and all these creams, and, and, and I found out that with those jets, you can't do that. You can't put any, because it clogs the whole thing up. So, it also gets loud and there's a lot of commotion and usually a bath is you want peace. And, and then some tubs even posed health concerns due to piping that was tough to keep clean. Mm-hmm. So now they have tubs that have air, I think, coming out of them. Mm-hmm. Like they have little holes on the bottom and they have like air jetting out. So that I guess they're supposed to help you with your things. But anyhow, you should have one tub in the house and... Uh, even though showers are really big, so you don't have to have a lot of tubs. And, of course, if you think you're going to be selling to an aging population, because then you need a, you know, then you can have a walk-in uh, tub, which is very, a walk-in shower. And that, that's for the aging. I know we put in one for our dad. Um, and that's not hard to do. But if you have a relative that's living with you that needs that. Um, so they don't have to step up over. Yeah, the so the big the challenge tub. is you don't. Yeah. Want to have the stigma of having a geriatric? You know, you don't want to say, "Oh, listen, I'm." Yeah, you don't. Want I, to, I, I really are like fifty-seven or sixty yeah. or whatever I am, and I, I really need a walk-in uh, geriatric thing. So yeah, you, you have, have to kind of rebrand that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, to rebrand it, I might say, uh, you know, I, I have a built-in seats and open doors, and I've designed a great. Mm-hmm. You know, you just kind of. You you have to call it something different, and so they're now calling them hydro dimensions. Hydro, oh, that's clever. Hydro yeah. dimensions, mm-hmm. yeah, and um, fully designed ranges from six thousand to fourteen thousand. But again, they're trying to not make it. You know, I would say, what, what's when do you get the a, the uh, ARP or the American Association for the Retired? Fifty. I don't know. 49 or 50 or something like that. And I would like, oh my God, they better change that name. No one's Yeah, well, now they go by AARP. They don't like to to say Association of Retired Persons. It's basically once you're you're 50 and above, they want you to join the lobby. Yeah, like at 50, you think you're going to want to have, you're going to go on a date and pull out your retired. Oh, gee, let's go to the movies and I get a a discount. And I get a discount because I'm part of. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I don't think so. I don't think that's a very attractive first. Right. So that's I mean, where rebranding it, really comes into play. So yeah. I think tubs are going to be here for a while, even though I know the guys don't use them. But I think it's misleading to say you don't need them. 
And some no, of them I, are very glamorous and, you know, yeah. they're very sleek. And some of them probably, you know, those ones that are just kind of like the old-fashioned tubs are just more mm, decorative. The claw tubs, yeah. Yeah. I like the way they look. I, I agree. And I think you should have one in an apartment, uh, in a house. Absolutely. I just don't use it, ever. Right. But, you know, you might have a guest that does. And you just, but you have it. And if you, when you're looking for, you know, Hopefully, you don't sell your house and you stay there for as long as you want to stay there. But it's always wise to have things. And that's why I tell you when you do your <coughs> kitchens over, you do your bathrooms over, try to make them in neutral things because you spend a lot of money on doing them. And you don't want to date them in three years because you have a hot color that's out. Right. You know, I'm redoing my house. and Is it done yet? No, it's, it's only two years. years. Because don't that's do I, I tell you, don't do what I've done. I wasn't on top of it. It's two years. It's still this the wall. unbelievable. Jerry, the walls, are, the insulation is finally going up after two years. The Taj Mahal was built. And it's not the Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. <laughs> and it's such a pain in the neck. I don't suggest anyone do it unless you have all the time in the world. I had to buy fixtures and lights. Are you almost done, Daddy? It's a sad state, okay? <laughs> Fixtures, I you mean, everything. for the summer. Everything. No, 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 no. I, I, hopefully, over. hopefully. I mean, the insulation's going in. Yeah. All right? And the uh, wall should be next week. So when they said Memorial Day, though, did they say Memorial Day 18 or well, 19? Yeah, but I, I can give you, I didn't realize what it entailed. Yeah. I mean, I had a vote for every bathroom, all the fixtures. I didn't know where the TVs were going to go, all the electrical. And it is a big job. And I suggest time. that if you're going to yeah. do a big reno, re- re- you, you better really have the time for somebody to go there all the time because it tends to, you know, if you're not there, it tends to maybe take other jobs or things the of that nature. The wheel gets oiled, absolutely. Yeah. If you're not there, you know, pushing. Well, anyhow, they... but so my point was, I was going to do, you know, everyone's using gray. But I but I read, for the radio show, I read all the trends and things, and I'm like, gray has been in so long, and it's beautiful. I love gray, but I don't know how long more it'll be in. Gray, for all the walls you're talking about, or what? Well, what, no, what, I was going to do, you know, the floors, like the wood floors in that gray tone, but then I'm like, you know what? Gray's been in for how many years now? A yeah. while? No, I think natural colors. So I'm going natural natural because I'm putting all new floors in, and I don't want to be put floors in that I think that the color might go. Even though I I love gray, I I, I love how it all looks. I think you're right. I think think natural is going to be here for a while now. Yeah. Just naturally sanded wood with a a sealer on it is very pretty. Yeah. So, so you know, I'm very cognizant about that, you know, and I did my bathrooms kind of you know, kind of neutral so mm-hmm. that they would appeal to everyone. Now, I'm not planning to sell it anytime quick, but if I do have to sell it or I do choose to sell it, uh, I don't want to date it, you know, after I just did it. So yeah. I would That'd say always do those things, kind of neutral colors, and you can accessorize with color. Right. Um, we are going to be back, and we are having Desiree Patno, the CEO and president of Women in the Housing and Real Estate ecosystem and oh, I can't uh, wait to hear from her this is oh good. she yeah. represents fortune 100 companies and she brings insider's knowledge to the NAWRB's mission of advancing women and women-owned business she's a home run I adore her we really good. got to know each other and we're very excited about it so I'm excited she's going to be on the show she'll be right on after the 11 o'clock news
Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.